Welcome to the Hair Nuts Podcast. I am your host, Maxine Green, owner and master stylist at Curly Dimension Salon. This podcast was created to educate and motivate you on how to properly care for your natural curly hair. Every week, a new episode will drop. So grab a notepad and pen, pull up a chair, and let's have a chat. Let's get into today's episode. All right, you guys, welcome back into another episode of the Hair Notes Podcast. So on today's episode, I want to talk to you about hair trends, right? So I thought about this so much because because I'm a stylist and I'm working behind the chair and I get to talk with clients or everyday curly girls firsthand, we often talk about different things that they're currently doing at home. And so I thought it would be very fitting to talk about what the current hair trend is and are you subject to that are you meaning are you doing the current hair trends so a current hair trend that everyone is doing and i hear so often is the rice water so i really want to talk about that for a second because i find it so interesting i'm going to just use that word interesting because i want to know is it working for you and if it is how are you seeing results So my stance as a hairstylist, right, on the rice water trend, rice water, seriously, why would you use it? What is it doing? Is there proof that it's working? How is it working? What exactly is the benefits of using rice water? So I really wanted to talk to the curly girls who are very... They jump on the next trend, whatever the next thing is, whatever that may be, they are thinking to themselves in regards to their hair, they think to themselves, okay, well, let's, let's try it. Um, perhaps it's going to work for me. Or if I try something new, then I'll see results faster, sooner. I'll have longer, thicker, fuller hair, quicker. The thing about trends is that they fade Do you get what I mean? So with that, I mean, don't be so quick to jump on every every trend. It's not working, right? Because if you're not seeing results after 30 days, after two weeks, then what was the whole purpose of you starting that trend? All right. The rice water. I don't particularly agree with the rice water trend because I don't see the point in the rice water trend. I don't see the results of it. I don't see the benefits of it. I've never known or heard any curly girl that mentioned they have seen excellent results from the rice water trend. I do know that there are some manufacturers that are some product lines that are have now incorporated rice water into their products as a catalyst to say, well, this is going to work or this will definitely benefit your hair or growth or give you the longevity or fullness that you're looking for, I would want to see results first before I say, yes, I'm not going to encourage you to try something or do something if it does not spark a result. So let's talk about the next trend that you all know and you are very familiar with, let's talk about the bentonite clay, the infamous bentonite clay trend. 
right? So many of you, and I know a lot of my DIYs have done the bentonite clay. So here's my stance, or here is my two cents on the bentonite clay. Bentonite clay is exactly what it says it is for. It is meant as a pottery to use as pottery. It was never meant to be placed on your hair. Now, contrary to what most DIYers are saying, and most people are, are even referencing, saying that this helps their hair, I really want to ask you, and I really want you to think and be honest with yourselves. After you've done a bentonite clay mask on your hair, what was the feeling after? What was the results after? How did your hair feel after you've done a bentonite clay? And then a week later, perhaps two weeks later, what was that feeling in the hair? Was your hair dry? Did it break? Did it feel any more moisturized than you started? Did it feel hydrated? Did it give you instant shine? Did it give you longevity or in the sense of your curls are now beautiful, luscious? What was that feeling like for you? And what was the benefits of using bentonite clay? So bentonite clay, if you ask anybody, or let's just use the skin for a second. If you place bentonite clay on your skin, and I'm not an esthetician, I just know from speaking to estheticians, in particular, my own esthetician, right? Who specializes in black skin, who specializes in the understanding of what your what a product can do to the layers of your skin. So we're going to use your skin as an example. You put bentonite clay on your skin and you're using it as a clay mask to do what exactly? I am so confused as to why so many curly girls think that this is okay because it's a trend, right? Are they really seeing results? So you put the clay on your skin, on your face as a mask to think that you are what? Restoring, opening your pores. What what exactly are you doing? Are you putting back hydration and moisture into your skin? When I actually beg to differ, essentially what a bentonite clay does is it strips your skin of its barrier that will protect you from the UV, right? So if it's doing that to the skin, imagine what it does to your hair. Since hair is a direct extension of our faces, right? On the scalp, it's the same. It's a fabric. Imagine what you're doing to your cuticles. Imagine what you're doing to the first layer of your hair. Imagine, just imagine for a second, the feeling of your pores being completely open and everything that is within the atmosphere gets into your pores. You experience breakout, you have severe um, breakouts, or you're, you're going to see so many acne, you're going to experience severe acne, right? So think about this in the sense of your hair now. Let's translate that to the hair. Are you experiencing breakage, dryness? Is your hair much drier than, than when you started? 
Does it feel hydrated now after you've done a bentonite clay? Do you have to then follow up with something a little bit more hydrating to restore the balance of moisture within your hair? So if that's the case, then why did you do it in the first place? So the trend of the bentonite clay for me, it, I don't see why so many curly girls want to jump on the bandwagon for it. Bentonite clay, as I mentioned, it's precisely what it says it is. It's bentonite clay that is meant to be used as a pottery. That's like saying you're going to put um, grease, car grease on your hair or car oil on your hair. Like it's, there's no benefit. Is it going to hydrate your hair? So I'm, I don't understand why so many people, why so many curly girls are jumping on that bandwagon, right? When you understand what exactly you need for your hair, then a trend will come and go for you. A trend should be some, something that you see, you go, huh, okay, that's nice. But you keep on doing what you're doing. A trend is not a necessary lane or avenue or something new for you to start simply because you want faster results or simply because you think that this is what it will do based on others' opinion. As I mentioned in previous episodes, every curly girl are very is very different. No two curly girls are alike. So with that being said, I don't discredit, let me just say this. I'm not for sure this is working because every curly girl I spoke to, including my own clients who have tried it, new and old clients who've tried the bentonite clay, the rice waters, and now we have the new trend of the mayonnaise mask. Now, the mayonnaise mask, I can understand because that has been around for ages, right? It's been around for generations. It's nothing new. It's just, um, it just made, it's more relevant now because it was said recently, right? So it's just made it, it, it made it a little bit more relevant. It gives it a little bit more weight, right? But it's still a trend. Does it work? I don't see the benefits. I've never seen the benefits. I've never seen that it actually work. I don't know anyone or any curly girl or any client I've watched the YouTubers, I've seen every blog, I've seen all the videos. I often wondered, after you've tried all of these trends, what exactly are you saying to someone who doesn't know about curly hair or who doesn't, who is now starting their journey? Do you say to them, this is what I've tried for me this is what works for me i'm not saying to do this but this is what works for me and then if it did work for you what was the follow-up what was your follow-up product did you have to use a follow-up product because i would be interested to know how many products did you use to restore the balance in your hair restore the moisture in your hair how many products was used and then how many days after you've used these trends or you've tried the trends, how many days after did you feel a difference? 
Did you see a difference? And it's for enough for you to say, oh, this really works. And how often? How frequently did you do it? If you've tried it once and you've never seen a difference, oh, maybe you tried it three times and you saw, well, my hair is a lot more longer, a lot fuller, a lot shinier, healthier feeling or just feeling healthier after maybe three or four tries, perhaps. I would be really interested to know, interested to know what was the results. Did you try it for six months? Did you try it for three months? Or did you try it once or twice and then realize that this is not exactly what it says it is, or this didn't do what they're saying it did for them? As I mentioned earlier, trends are trend fades, right? Trends are temporary fix. It comes and it goes. It comes in waves and it goes. Do you need to try every trend? Absolutely not. But if you do, be mindful of what the consequences or what the results of that trend, trying that trend will do. We all see things periodically that we thought or we assume is a good idea and we want to try it. I'm not knocking you for that. But the trend of the trend in hair topics or the trend in things to do to the hair because you simply want to get to your required or your desired look quicker, it's not going to help. The, the thing about natural hair is time and patience. And I don't, and I'm going to keep saying that to you. Natural hair is time and patience. It is not an overnight process. So contrary to what others are saying or contrary to what you um, find your favorite YouTuber saying or contrary to what you find your favorite influencer saying, natural hair is not an overnight process, right? There are steps and they are time and effort that goes into your hair get into the length to the fullness that you desire that you would like it to get to it's not something that you're gonna see instantly there is no instant gratification that comes from having full hair do you remember do you guys remember that commercial and i think it goes like chi 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 do you remember that like you throw like pottery seeds in the pot and you throw a little water and then it sprout up overnight that's not our hair that was a commercial for a plant that that is definitely not our hair and i think that so many of us are caught up into that mindset that we are in that instant gratification we want instant overnight results and while there's nothing wrong with that i think you ultimately have to be realistic about where you are in terms of your natural hair journey and then be realistic about how long it's going to take for you to get to your desired look. Are you looking for full hair? Are you looking for length? Are you looking for beautiful curls? Because you can have length and, and beautiful curls, but is it hydrated? Is it dry? Are you holding on to the products? What's your porosity level like? Some of these trends that we are so eager to hop on 
takes out the moisture from our hair, reduces our porosity level, or make our porosity level increase our porosity levels, right? So where you started, while you started as a curly girl and you're like a little bit dehydrated or a little bit dry and you're like, well, maybe if I try this trend, it will change it. But essentially what it does, it then makes it that much worse or harder. You get what I mean? So when you are thinking of trying a trend, think about your own personal growth or your own personal choices or desires for your hair. Because when you keep that in mind, the decision to try a new trend will come so much more easier and it won't be one of haste. It won't be one of, I just need to try this because I am at my wit's end. Something has to give. Yeah, something certainly has to give. You being patient with your hair. You using the right products. You drinking a lot, lots of water. You taking vitamins. You seeking guidance from a, a, a specialist, a hair specialist. If you are experiencing hair loss or anything of that nature, go seek a derm instead of waiting until the last minute, until the final hour. These are necessary steps or these are steps that you should be thinking about or think to yourself, let me start this process or let me start this journey, but let me also be patient with myself and give myself some grace to know that this process is not an overnight process. Trending or hair trends that I see so often, so many curly girls come into the salon and I'm like, what did you do from the last time you started or the last time you were here? And then I get, I try to bentonite clay mask. And I'm like, what made you decide to do that? Well, everyone was doing it. So I thought it would work for my hair and did it. And the answer is always unanimously no. It just made my hair feel a lot more dry. Yeah, duh. It's for, it's, it's for pottery. It's meant as a pottery to create pots, the pots that we put in plants, right? Or any kind of clay container or anything, anything that you can think of that is made of clay. You can use the bentonite clay. It's meant to mold and create. It was never meant to be placed in our hair. I don't know where that trend started or who started it, but please, you guys, do not put that on your hair. It's never meant for your hair. I know that so oftentimes people are talking or they're like promoting and saying, oh my God, this works, this really do work. Your favorite YouTuber, write them, ask them to be completely transparent with you and ask them what exactly are they using to follow up that bentonite clay mask? Ask them to show you every product that they use behind the curtains after the cameras have stopped rolling. Ask them to be transparent with you. Be open and honest with you. Ask them and just explain to them, listen, I love your content. I love what you're doing. I appreciate what you're doing. I love your hair. Your hair looks amazing. 
What are you really using? Come on, be honest with me. Share what you're doing with me and see how open they are to sharing their hair routine. See how open they are to giving you tangible tips that will help you get to your desired length. To see how open they are to help you get to your desired growth. If you're looking for length, fullness, density, and defined curls, and or manageable curls, ask them to show you everything they're using. And then you'll be surprised, or I won't be surprised, but you'll be surprised at the number of products that they're using. I'm almost certain that most YouTubers that are promoting hair or that are doing hair, any kind of hair content, they're using anywhere between three to six products in one sitting. Anything less than that, I'll be surprised, right? Simply because if I add a little bit of this and a little bit of that, I'll get my hair to look flawless. But oftentimes when you find that you pack product on top of product, you're not going to get the results that you need. And what you guys have to keep in mind, a lot of your favorite YouTuber or influencer either have stylists, personal stylists that is working, caring for and helping them with their hair and or your favorite YouTuber is using multiple products, but they're also seeking the counsel of a stylist. So you as a first time naturalista or you as a first time curly girl, not knowing any difference or not knowing any better, say, well, I've watched all the videos and everyone is saying the same thing. So what am I supposed to do? I've tried this curly hair thing or I tried this natural hair thing before and I threw in the towel. So this is my second go around. So I figured, why not? Why not try the rice water trend? Why not try the mayonnaise hack? Why not try the bentonite clay? You tried everything and then are the results any different? Did you get the link that you desired? Are you seeing fullness as you hoped it would be? And if you do, let me know. I, I want to know if it's really working. Because according to every client, every new client, every old client that I've spoken to in regards to these trends, nothing has worked. And then if you ask people who've gone to school and studied skin here, they will tell you that the ingredients, let's say, for instance, let's talk about the bentonite clay. There are minerals within the bentonite clay that you should not be putting on your hair. And that's a major thing right there, you guys. If we are telling you don't put minerals or be mindful of mineral buildup or be mindful of minerals within your product, then why would you use a product that is loaded with minerals in there? But it's never meant for your hair. It's meant to create a pottery or it's meant to mold and create something. But it was never meant to be placed on the hair 
on your skin at all. Why would you use that? So as I mentioned earlier, trend fades, you guys. Do not be so quick and so prone to hop on the next trend in regards to your curly hair. Be mindful, be patient. You will get to your desired length, fullness, and beautiful curls in due time. And I know that we are in such a instant gratification society. We are in such a social media society currently. So everything is very, we're inundated with so many content and so many girls or so, so many naturalisters. And everyone has a regimen that they love to share. And there's nothing wrong with sharing. But take what you can, extract what you need, and be patient with where you are. And remember your own journey. Remember where you started. Remember where you currently are in your journey. And remember where you would like to go. I think that when we are mindful of our steps and we are mindful of where we're trying to go, then we take time to really look at the bigger picture. All right, you guys, I know this was a lot. All right, so guys, think about it. Trend fades, right? Think about it. Be patient with yourself and give yourself some grace with your journey. Until the next episode, you guys, have a blessed week. See, talk to you soon.